This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. We have the honor of having with us on the phone from Washington, Hagarin Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. He's Rashiva of Greater Washington. He was the son-in-law of the late uh, Mir Rashiva, Rabbi Nishfinkel. The Talmud of Reb Nachum, Talmud of Reb Chaim Shmulebitz. He uh, was a Rebbe for many years in Asia Torah as well as the Mir. He's written over 20 Sfarim, including Arches Chaim, which is basically, uh, I'm going to paraphrase it, life after Yeshiva. How do you remain a Ben Torah forever? It's an honor to have you with us, Reb Aaron. Thank you, Reb David. Reb Aaron, so in, in the real life, in, in the not art scroll, Hey, geography life of uh, <laughs> of a Ben Tyra. There's really only a limited amount of time. Right. So, talk to us as as, as somebody who wrote what the Navaminska Rebbe called the the modern day missiles Yesharim for Ben Tyra. Certainly, those who want to take it post Yeshiva. And a limited amount of time. How do we juggle family time, children, our obligations to wife, which we accept in the Ksuba, a filamiglimid al katfoi our obligations to children, and yet our obligations to learning. And there's so much to learn. How do we make an order? It's, it's, it's like these three things would be a full-time job, assuming we didn't have a job. How do we do that? So if I knew the answer to that, then we would solve Kaisal's problems. <laughs> so best we can do is we can sort of struggle. And uh, like I said before, I, I hope the safer is more people to think, and I hope, uh, you know, Barovyarts and Toshia, that there will be many good ideas and so on and so forth. But I, I, as far as the learning part went, um, A, I think the music of turning learning into kvias is very important. In other words, when you're in yeshiva, um, you learn all the time, except when you're doing something else. A, a good Bach is sitting and learning, basically, unless there's a reason not to. But so, so the music of being Kovea, you know, just yes, there's Yeshiva, but by and large, he's hopefully learning more, and if he comes late in the morning, he stays way late at night. It, the idea of having set time is not as important. But once you leave that framework, you can't take that psychology with you, that mentality with you. Um, there's a younger man... We used to have a vad in yeshiva. We were younger light in yeshiva. We had four or five of us. And someone before Ben Azmani made the following observation. There are plenty of younger light who, before Pesach, are so busy, they, they don't have time to open up a safer at all. But there's not a single younger man who doesn't daven three times a day. And he said he feels it's because davening has become part of kvias. And just like, no matter how busy you are, you daven shachas, it might be quicker, it might be bumpier, but you're doing it. Um, learning needs to have the sense of kvias also. Um, I once said pshat, I think it's the, it's the pashat pshat, it's the emis. It says, kavati itim Torah. So, in Yom Adin, they should be looking for tachlis, not for etzis. Um, we come to Shemayim, they should weigh how many hours did we learn, under what circumstances, what did we accomplish. Kavatitim is a nice aid to how to get to it. 
But why is it that the Yom Adin we measure Kavata instead of actual learning? And I think the Peshat is something, let's say a person plays a lot of golf, and you make a lucky and he played a lot more golf in, golf in his life than he did work in the office. But you don't call him a golf player. Um, because the office he went to, no matter what, when he had to go, he went. Golfing was when he had time. So Lahavdil, um, learning, if it's in the mode of when I have time, I learn a lot. So learning stops becoming or it never started becoming who we are. So I think the first thing is as much as we kind of make fun of it, Kvirs is an extremely important element to, to make it on the same, it, it's, it's as uncompromisable as Davening is, as Natalia Dayim is, etc. So does it have to be every day, Rebaran, or no? Kavati itim l'tayra, kavati itim l'tayra, could be once a week, could be twice a week. What would you say? So that's kefiyashahu adam. In other words, the amount of kviyas you're going to have will determine your general tzura. But kviyas is the first point that has to start with. I would suggest, you know, if every day a person has some kviyas, even a quarter of an hour, um, it's it's ain't a doma person that has a kvias once a week to every day, even after a quarter of an hour, if he's so harried in business and so on. The second thing I think is, and this is what I try to write the safer, um, we need to move from an olam habadika mode of learning, which is sadikim yoshev v'nenin mizivashchina. You sit in yeshiva and you have all the time in the world to sort of luxuriate in what you're learning in the sugya, the idea of accomplishment and achievement takes a back seat. As, as somehow we even feel that, you know, the, the institutions that have degrees and tests and courses and semesters are colleges, not yeshivas. But once you are part of a world where tachlis is a real part of it, if learning doesn't have set goals, then you're going to run into... Um, you, you're not. It's, you're running out of steam. It, 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 what drove you in the yeshiva, the idea of just enjoying the svar and the sugya and the ligging and learning, once you're out there, achievement, accomplishment is very important. So having clear goals, um, like which prokemeglin, which mesechta, which set of halachas, whatever it is, you, you have to define your goal, and you have to have real achievements, which I mean... If you learn a Perik Mishnayis is great, do you know it? I'm not talking about taking a pin test. But can you sit down and take a test and get an 80 on the material you learned at the end of, uh, of let's say, a winter or summer? Do you feel afterwards you know more than you did before? Those, I think, are critical ingredients because just like you can't run a business without measuring quarterly and yearly um, profit margin, uh, you can run a non-profit that way and, and make much, much non-profit, but you can't run a business that way. It, it, once you're in that mode, learning needs to have clear goals. And maybe one more thing, um, once you make, when you make the transition, bear in mind you will have to readjust. Don't, you know, don't take on something and then you fail at it, so you feel a failure once, twice. It'll take you a tkuf of time to find out realistic goals, realistic kvias, and, and things of that nature. Those are points I feel um, 
you know, are need are very important in, in that new framework for learning. Can I ask you about a, a point that I, I think is a, sort of a, an auxiliary to this? Yes. I think please. that many people, when they leave yeshiva, struggle to learn because they don't have a gishmak in it. Right. So the question is, how would you... You know, a guy comes home, he's worked all day, should he learn now um, chalitza psula? Right. You know what I mean? Well, oil of kate if he learned in brisk and wants to learn kachim. And yeah. a person sits down and they stare at the Gemara and it's just not happening. Could you give us some advice to the people who are searching for some place in learning that they will have a gishmak? You know, first of all, is it correct and how do they go about it? Well, having a geschmack is vital because if you won't, it, it's more that you, it's not only a problem whether you will do it or not, but if you don't have a sense about what you learned that was satisfying, it's going to be very difficult to keep doing it. Um, the truth is, even in the transition to kolal, from yeshiva to kolal, you see a, a, a rapid change. You, you see Many people who sat on Chlitza Psula as a yeshiva bacha and enjoyed it and felt good about it are now learning Erevin and Chulin and, and Nida and so on because there's something about the change in person. When you get older, you mature, you want to have more. Halacha does tend to become a, the dominant uh, learning. But what I w- would suggest for a person who enjoys Iyun, there are many... There are many um, less complex, I wouldn't say easier, Marshall, or a Chaim in Yanim, where you take in Yanim and you learn through, you can learn it to some depth. It becomes a very, very meaningful because you're going to be doing it. So it has the advantage of both allowing you some insight, and yet it's not, I mean, Chlitz Sula is so complex. You need to give it so much time. It's not. It's very hard to imagine somebody who's really engaged in a full job being able to even get into it. And besides, when you finish it, you have nobody to share it with. When you're doing an Arachayim de Kenyan, um, you can, you know, it's, a lot of it is manageable, and you can get a geschmack in it, and, and you can share it when you tell a Rav, uh, you know, what you think should be, you know, or on what people do. Things of that nature makes it a lot more um, concrete, I think. Now, so someone who has a limited time to learn, what should he learn? Should he be learning Chumash, Mishnayis, Gemara, Halacha, Machshava, Musa? Well, how would you how would you advise somebody? So, I wrote in the book, and I think there are certain minimal requirements. You know, everybody must have some Halacha said every day, even if it's ten minutes. But it, it can't be that a person doesn't look over Halachas. It's like the Chavetz Chaim says, it's not possible a person. Would be you know would be Shama Shabbos if he if he doesn't know the Shabbos and what we think we know we 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 really know. The real issue with that is finding a safer that's appropriate. I've recommended to many people Chay Adam with Piskei Mishaburas being a safer that will give you the the general idea of the halacha really well. Uh, Piskei Mishabura will bring you up to date on current minhagim. And if there's one place where the Chay Adam passes, not like the Mishabura then, you know, sitting in Gehenna with the Chayadim is not a terrible uh, problem. So 
I would suggest that, but a person must have at least 10 minutes a day or, or something similar to that, a half hour a week, where he learns through constantly halachas so that he refreshes the halachas he, he did know and, and, know and learns at least touches on things that he doesn't know. Um, Musser is, I would, just, I would take the word Musser out and use the word inspiration. A person needs to have some learning kavod that will inspire him. It could be once a week. Um, it, it has to be something where a person is generally inspired by it. And that also differs. You know, some people like the more chassidish stuff. Some people like the more sharp musr of the Bala Musr. But at some, at least, I would say once a week, it could be around Shabbos, a person learns something that inspires him. And, and the main limud is, limud is something to us about peh. It could be mishnayis with the Rav and the Taisus Yantiv. It could be learning Simani Meshacharach and learning the background a little bit to turn the Beisosev or Gemara and at, at some level, whatever level. Those, that sort of is the, the meat of, of, of Torah. And what do you feel about um, Bikiyas or Be'iyan? I know we're a year away from the Sea of Mashastaf Yemi. What do you think uh, of it? Um, so, ideally, Reb Nachum was master of Lazy Yudel in the mirror, and he said that the Rosh Hashiva taught us that Bekiyas without Iyun is not Bekiyas, and Iyun without Bekiyas is not Iyun. Um, I once had a Rebbe, Rebbe Zedelebs in Chayn of Racha. We were, you know, we were Bochum and asking Bekiyas, Iyun. So he asked us the following question. Um, you need a, a, a um, carpentry work done in the house. One guy shows up with with the um, with the wood, but he doesn't have the tools. The other one has tools with no wood. Which one is better? And the answer is neither of the two are going to build the cabinet. I, ideally, Eun is supposed to shape your mind so that you instinctively learn something and look at at the core of it. You, it's it's supposed to develop a skill. It's not supposed to be auxiliary. So at some point, it's supposed to be learning. I know my father was very annoyed. It's like, when you learn something and you're a lamdin, so whatever you're learning, the questions present themselves, and the need to answer presents itself, and your sense of how much time to spend, you know, those are all part of the experience of learning. I, so I would think that a person learn at a level where he feels he's learning it, if a person reads something and he feels he doesn't begin to get it, or there's so many problems with it that it's just he's more bewildered than he is enlightened, that's, that's just learning. So technically, he maybe pick up some information. It, it, for that core learning that I was talking about, the Torah Shabbat Peh, whether it's Mishnayis, whether it's Gemara, whether it's Simon Meshacharuch, a level of comfort where you're able to cover ground, but you still feel that you feel comfortable with the knowledge you're getting. So the Dafyami then for a Ben Taira who learned the Ian is going to be frustrating. It, it might be frustrating. It, it, it's good, you know, A, everybody has a dream at least once to learn through Shas in a way that is, um, you know, at least if I never get around to it, at least I've seen Krisis, at least I've seen Me'ila, at least I'll have seen Yevamas for the person who didn't. You know, learning it, so there's a certain Indian to that where a person at least made a CM on Shas. It's good for people. It's also good for somebody who pretty much has learned a lot 
And this is a very good way to review it constantly and to get it down. Well, like the Rambam says, you know, once a person has the ideas of Torah, he has to review it and at a pace where he bears it. So it's a Dava Chashev. If a person time to find pieces where, if he has the time, so that in different Inyanim, he can be Mayan. The Fiyomah's Mayla is, A, it forces you to keep a certain pace. It, it gives a tremendous sense of Chever, which is amazing. And hopefully people would, would have enough pre-knowledge that that Tafayomi is, is, is part of a package, not just their only connection. So here's an interesting thing. I personally, I learned Tafayomi a few times, you know, different Masechtas. <clears throat> but I, I was always frustrated by, you know, it's, it's moving so fast. It's hard to, you can't have a debate or a discussion. Right. And I saw a story that... Um, Albert Einstein came to the United States sometime in the 20s after he won the Nobel Prize. He was, a, you know, a celebrity. Nice. And um, in the United States at that time, they used to use the Edison method of learning. And it was mem- mostly memorization. Right. It was about memorizing tables and, you know, all the symbols for different, all the different, you know, scientific elements, etc., and numbers. And he looked at it, and he, he just said, I, I, I don't understand this method of learning. And he took the test, and he failed it. And one of the answers he didn't know was, what is the speed of sound? Now, Albert yeah. Einstein presumably used the speed of sound. I mean, so they asked him why, and he said, why would I want to memorize anything? I could just pick up a book and see it. Why would I want to fill my head with that? Right. And, and I sort of thought in a way that that was <clears throat> the, the Litvish Adara Halimut. In other words, there's a famous from Shleimah Kluger where he writes in Chachma Shleiman, Kaflamid Vav, he says, even though it says Sinai Vaikar Harim, the Gemara says Sinai Zadif. If you don't know have if you don't have access to the knowledge, what does it matter if you're a big Lamdan? So he writes for Shleimakhar writes, he says, that was before the the Mafarshim of the Gemara, the Shulchanarach were printed. Now that they're printed, there's no mile of a Sinai. Use the Naim Lamishpat, use the the What do you need to be a Sinai for? And I thought that that, you know, McClug and the story with Einstein, they make me think of, like, what kind of a debate or a discussion are you going to come home with after you, you know, went through Menachis at 60 miles an hour? Like, what do we, what do we get out of it? I struggle to understand that. Whereas, take a sugya, learn through it, come home, have a really good, dis, you know, agreement, disagreement, debate by the Shabbos table, have something to debate with your wife, a point, with your friends. I don't, I don't really understand it. Maybe you could give me some, 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 ice, uh, some understanding of it. <laughs> um, so let, let, let me make two points about it. And, and um, like everything, it's a complex sugya, but one, I... I took the regents, history regents. You know, I went to high school in New York and took regents. And my year, the history regents changed dramatically. Before that, it was all about memorizing dead people and kings and names and, and battles and when it started, when it ended, when things were. It was basically a memorization of, of an almanac of sorts. In my year, they started, they introduced an essay, and you had to write about a certain topic and so on. And the pendulum began to swing. And so it started with people memorizing just a telephone book worth of facts, which obviously is not history. It's, it's dry, it's boring, and it's not history, to a situation where we ask somebody about, what do you think about the French Revolution? The person says, I, I really, really don't like it. 
Well, why not? Well, that's just where I am. I just don't like these things. And people don't feel they need facts or figures or anything. It's like, you know, people will identify with slogans of politicians and ask, well, what is the course? What's the breakdown? What's the comparison to other things? People don't even want to hear it because they, they don't even think that facts are relevant. So an intelligent opinion may not need um, a telephone book of facts, but a certain sense of things. So if a person is clueless about this, the sugis the, the of, of, of Kachim, has no sense of it, he didn't learn it brisk, and he doesn't have any idea in it whatsoever, so he's going to go through life and all the musagim of Pigel and Paslus and Machshava and, and everything that's there, totally alien. It's hard to see that the person isn't missing something. Um, ideally, so you're right, the type of memory where we'd notice if cottons and, 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 you know, and, and be, be a, a phone book, so, so we have the various Googles, the Minehem, the from Googles, the, 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 the DBSs, the Sachachmas, but enough familiarity to, with something so that you have a bigger sense of things is very, very important. So, I mean, theoretically, a person should have picked it up in yeshiva if there's a reasonable seder, you know, in the afternoon or in the evening. I don't know what they do it, and people learn it well. They should have picked up enough information. But if not, having a general sense, what are menachas, how they brought, where are they brought, who brings them, um, what are various akasha, what's needed for things of akasha, it, it just so much is included in that that it's hard to imagine a person can cannot be an Amoritz if he doesn't know it. And we wouldn't get that from learning the Mishnayas. You feel you have to learn it through. Because let's face it, the Dafyami is a commitment that often takes most of a person's learning time if he's a working person. So, so is that going to the other extreme where now he spends so much time getting a general understanding that he really, when he comes home, doesn't have much to talk about? Right. So, so a person needs to ask um, somebody who knows him and, and readjust. I don't, you know, it, 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 there may be a tkufa in life when Dafyomi is very helpful, may tkufa in life when it's not so helpful. Um, it, it depends on some people. Some people don't enjoy the, 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 the question and answer. They like information, that's them. That's why I think it's so, no two people are the same. And, and Baruch Hashem, we have a lot of different programs today, and they cater to different nekudas. So Dafyomi has a mega... Undertaking is an amazing thing, but when when each person should take that route and, and when each person should not, you know, sometimes let's take something very practical. The only thing in town is a Dafayomi Shia, and if I'm not going to go to Shia, it's going to peter out and have, have nothing to keep me there. That's, yeah. a, that's a big, that's a, that's also yeah. a big situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what do you say to the following, Rabaran, here's a machlaikis that's not commonly discussed. But I think it's a very important one. I know that there are people who are very into Chazara. Right. And it's, it laps over a little bit what we just discussed. And I know the Shulchan Aruch HaRav in Hilchus Talmud Torah says that if somebody's Shecheach Dover Echad Mishnasai because he didn't Chazar it, he's over on a lava, he's Shamar Lachosh, Marnaf Shechamayid, Pantishkech HaSadvarim. So the Chazara, there are people that are Chazara fanatics. Now, I, growing up, also learning, I always felt Chazara to be mind-numbingly just repetitious. Right. So, but then afterwards, I found the Shittas of Chaim Velazhina, which the yeah. Grizz discusses a number of times, 
where he said that there's no more love. After Tyrus Shabalpeh was written down, the love of Pentishkach is not Bismanaz anymore. Fascinating. You know, everybody talks about the Machloikasin between the Nefshachayim and the Tanya and Simpson. This is a fabulous Machloikas that's not discussed. That Rukhaim, that Rukhaim Velazhina says, uh, and, and, the, and the way the Grizz is Masbrit, he says, <clears throat> it's by Torah Shabal Peres Nimsar Midar Lodar. They didn't want Torah to disappear. You know, told Mesira Miyad Liyad of Torah Shabal You know, from Rebbe to his Talmud. But he says after it was written, after it was written down the, the halacha, the Talmud, and it's the Nifzika, everything. Ishmi. He says there's no more Pentishka. What are you? Are you a chassid of this the Chazara? Like you know, um, you learn a Masechta now. Go Chazar Masechta. Go Chazar is easy words. That's hundreds of hours of work. What's? How do you coming from just such a great lineage of Litvish and Godless? What's? How do we? What's your opinion on this? What's your kabbal on this? I'm a I'm, I'm a strong proponent for different reason. You know, I I, I don't I'm not because of the love of, of forgetting and and so on. Not the Frumkite part of it. I think most Bachem, I've been teaching Bachem all my life, and I've been a Bachem myself, until they don't go over the Gemara a lot, a lot of times, they don't know what they're talking about. A bright kid can hear a lecture, can hear a shir, can learn more once, and he can make points, but he doesn't have his hands on the nitty-gritty of it. It's yeah, but that's not, I'm not, that's not Chazara. That's talking about, you know, it takes four times to learn a Gemara until we understand. I'm talking about you finish the Masechta, and now I'll go repeat the Masechta. So I would say the person needs to be able, so, so, so in my mind, the, the critical Chazara is, A, one, getting it down. And unfortunately, Bochum today don't, they don't understand that until you haven't done it eight, nine times, whether you do it, just sit by a stand eight times, or over the week you're doing it. Um, you don't really have, you don't, you don't have it the nitty gritty down. So, so I would today that's called Hazara, but you're right, that's that's learning, not Hazara. And also that a person should be able to at least have the general sense of the sugya. The person should be able to say what the basic point and machlokas is, and remember But that. that's, that's learning, Rabban, that's le- I'm talking about post, you learn to sugya, you understand the sugya, right. according to the Rav, you should be chazering it constantly so that you remember it, and my saying is, the, the Rav Chaim said you don't have to, Briskarov, I mean, many of the Litvishik Dalim said right. there's no love anymore, and so now you have a choice, you spoke about learning being inspiring, the least right. inspiring learning imaginable is chazara. So you have a choice. You can go repeat, do over again what you did, get the facts, remember all the facts. It's like rereading all the old contracts. Or you can jump into something else that you're going to have a debate about, a discussion about. A, you know, I gave a share this week here in, in New York on Haliteu Larasha Vyamus. Yeah. Fascinating topic. Like, when are you allowed to be makil on a, could you look away from a one issa so that the person shouldn't be over on another issa, like Abbe Kirov, or the halachas? We spoke, we had Rabbi Willig, he said, you know, we, he says, in our mikvah, we take everybody except the single girl. And it's a big machlekes in Achreinim, the Bianca. And people were yelling at each other, and everybody was alive, and it was at a, a trading floor. Everybody was trading before that. Now, just try to replace that with a, a Chazara share. So, my question is given that inspiration you mentioned is one of the key things of learning, I just wonder when I see Chazara, when I see Dafyaimi, yes, it's true we have to know the ideas, but who's getting inspired by it? 
Where does this, where, what debate and discussion are coming out of it? Let me give you a marshal back from business world. Not, not my forte, but at least, you know, it, nobody gets inspired from uh, the run of the mill, regular nine to five job, you know, make you make your needs and that's that. People look for the big deal, the big thing, the big thing. But a person who only does that is setting himself up for failure. Yeah, one in a thousand will succeed, but life consists of a lot of day-to-day. You know, you walk into Beis Medrash, and again, as a Mechanach I'm talking about, it's wonderful to see that Koch on his silence and so forth, but as time goes on and they don't feel they retain something, they don't have a, a, a complete picture, pieces in place, and I'm not talking about a memory of you know, down to the pin and down to the, not that, that extraordinary, but still be able to say, listen, this, this is the Divya's Sugi, this is the Hartzos Advarim. If, if, as time goes on, you know, there's a, the Koch is a momentary excitement, and it, it, so when you compare the moment to the moment, say, wow, but when you compare it after a year and two years and three years, we start having problems. People also learn to be sloppy in things, and that's why uh, uh, a, uh, that's, that's what a Blaise Udall's thing was. If a Bucky came to him, he would pay him to say Shtikotera. If a London came to him, he would pay him to, you know, to test him on, on, on Sugius, on Gemaris. The point was, there's a tendency in both directions. You know, either it becomes a minor mechazor, people just argue which word says on what page, which which makes for great stories, but it gives no gishmak to most normal people, and and, and it's hard to find a justification for it. Um, but the other side is, where people, you know, they get into the argument, they argue back and forth, they feel really good about it, and as time goes on, they feel they have nothing. And it's one of the problems that have come about in the other direction. So you can sit on a blot and spend a zman on a blot, Coming up with all sorts of gewalt, and kids get excited. At the end, as a man goes by another one year, and, and so if a person feels he's been 10 years in the workforce learning, and he has down in Yanim that he, he knows the structure and he has an overall sense of it, he may not mem- remember it as if God, but he has, he can, the information is not raw to him, then I think it's fine, that's good. But unfortunately, it becomes a lot of times. Um, you know, the tendency is you, you replace methodical, structured learning with momentary excitement. It happens in yeshivas, and it happens certainly outside. So I'm weary, very weary of that. So, Rabaran, you're saying moderation. You're saying moderation is the – you're preaching moderation. You're saying learn, learn Bikiyas, learn Dafi Daf, and, and also at the same time find something that you could dig into. Is that, am I taking away the right message? Yes, and and to me, the understanding from the human need, what is the psychology of a person that will keep him going? So it's accomplishment and a thrill. Those are two things, and just like in business, the person who's stuck for the rest of his life licking stamps when they used to do that, is never is going to become less and less of a worker and is going to drink more and more because there's no hope. The person is always looking for million-dollar deals and he turns down $1,000 is going to end up either in jail or broke. You really want to say to yourself, what does a person need emotionally and fit it to him, and people are different, 
And Bez Hashem, you know, when 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 it clicks with a person's real internal uh, aptitude and needs, you possibly have a formula that could last. So, Rabbi, I want to ask you. I'm a balabas. I come to you, and I say, Rabbi Lapiansky, I learned in yeshiva this and that. I have a half an hour a day to learn. I work very hard. What would you see? What would you tell me? It would depend on your background. I went I to yeshiva. I went to a good yeshiva. I would definitely tell them to listen to headlines once a week. That would be definitely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but what would you tell me? I'm I'm a balabas. I went to the Mir, Chaim Berlin, Lakewood, whatever. All the good yeshivas. They're all wonderful. And I say, you know, I um, I got a job. I'm an accountant. I have can I know a house full of kids. I just am maxed out. I could do a half an hour a day. Shiva, tell me what should I learn? So, like I said before, I would I would pick some study halacha to do something. Like what? So give me give me baruch What should I, I, I learn? I happen to like chay adam. Okay, should learn chay adam. Okay. I just start from the beginning. Start Chayadam from 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, Aleph, Yeah. Right. It's not. It's not a phenomenally big safer, but um, I would also use by the you way. Know the story. The Chayadam. You know, Rabban. You know why he called it Chayadam? Yeah, there shouldn't be kitsa. Yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> saying it's a small safer. Okay. See. Yeah. Say so um, you should learn some Chayadam and what else? That's fifteen minutes. What do I do I with the rest of my? Once I would say once um, a week. To find a safer that inspires him, a Musa safer, something on, on the sedge and so on. Like uh, what? Give me, give me some names. It, 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 it runs the gamut. I, you know, some people like Misul Sharm, some people like Sfas Emes, some people like Musa um, Shmuzin of of Reb Chaim. It doesn't make a difference. The point is, the Musa. Yeah. Yeah. Some whatever it is that. Okay. He should take a half an hour, one and a half hours. He should learn something like that. What else? And and then I would say for the main learning, um, let's pick in Yanim, let's say in Orachayim, that you can um, learn and be mine a little bit. So you so you take a simon, you learn a little bit about the Shrashim of Kriya the main points, the Sug is this. When you finish, you, you're able to sum it up on a sheet of paper so that you have a feeling, I learned through it. At what level? The Gemara with Taisvis and the Ran or and the Machaba and the Ramah. That's fine. But I know, I know something. I have something I know. And and there's many Yanim like that a person can do. There's in Yanim Rukhai and there's some in Yanim Yordaya, you know, kind of. And, there, and you're right. And each one of these, I'll tell you, in Hilchas Kriya's Taira, fascinating, Shaila, I, I, I was aiming it on. You know, the Balkaira said, said the Jews are against hunting. Yeah. Very few Jews have a gun in their house. Um, I don't know any Jewish hunters. There's one time when all Jews become hunters. When is that? It's Shul on Shabbos when there's a Balkaira. <laughs> the Balkaira lanes, and oh, I'm about Faltam if the cop. Forget about if it's a mitzvah bacha. So the, the Shaila is, and the Torah is limited on this. There's a, there's a, the, the uh, Kriya Satira is, is not a Daraisa. It's, it's the very Seifram, whatever. It's a Drabanan, right? The Ezra taken. Being Mavaza person Barabim is uh, is an Issa Daraisa. It's, it's a Shiloh, it's Yerig Valyava, according to Tyson Saita. And, uh, and, uh, right? So, right, right. how are you Mavaza person Barabim 
And 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 I don't care, you know. Yes, maybe you have someplace a stoic Balkyra who cares nothing. Your average human being who screamed at, bothers them, right? Who's yelled at? Why don't you say, listen, the Kriyas Atayr is a drabban, and embarrassing a person, Barabim is a daraisa, Kavachayim ben Benesh Kavachayim if it's a sensitive ben Mitzvah. So just be quiet and let him go on. You talk about how in every sugya in Hochas Kriyas Atayr, how you could find current, r- relatable m- millennial debates. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. I mean, listen, halachas intersect. All halachas intersect. It's uh, there's no one simon shavarak. It's always uh, correct. Um, so so you would, so you say you would learn you would learn chayadim with piske mishnebura. Once a week you'd learn mesil shushar mesasemas asichas moser of chaim sanasefa like that or whatever you inspires you. And for your main limud you would say take a simon in a chaim and learn it with torbeis yosef and try to understand it and debate it. Right. So so. Um, and and the main thing is a person should every so often sit down and make a chashman nefesh. Can I do more? Is this going? Am I trapped in something that that's not going? Those are all things that uh, you know. It's such a. There are so many different people and so many different possibilities that uh, you know. Today we know medically it used to be a doctor gave a prescription for shalma yisrael. Today they understand that each person is different and they keep on reevaluating. Uh, is this doing the job? Is this too strong, too quick? In this also, a person shouldn't just kind of just make a decision and stay with it. It'll take time till you till you figure out. And, and the tukuf is life. You have sometimes more hurried schedule, sometimes less hurried schedule. And, and, you know, hopefully people will develop more and more mischief. And what do you say to the person who um, who says, I, I have no time. If I take away time from learn, if I learn, I'm, I'm taking the, the moments I have, the from my wife and children. How would you respond to that? I would say the quality of the person that will be there for his wife, if, 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 for his wife and children is, is different. Um, nobody said that about davening. And, and, and the answer is, if, if a person would understand that if his tzura is not ruchni, then what his wife and children are getting is not a tzura of a real father, then, then it's something that is, is is going to take its toll in terms of what's how's he bring up his kids. If kids never see a father learning, if kids don't get that at all, how much where will they go with it? Um, so, is is the is the person who works fourteen hours a day and the only thing he does is spend time with his wife and kids, or there's other time kind of downtime that he could shave off five ten minutes. You know, it's it's Baruch Hashem today. It's hard to picture somebody who is working such long. Everyone's tired. Everyone works hard. But uh, and if a person is so involved in business because he has tremendous deals going on, that he has no time. He needs to ask himself: Is, is this a priority? Is this what I should do? Um, if somebody is an onion, everyone working so hard. It's it's hard to imagine a timza. Everyone is short on time. I know that, and everyone is tired. I know that, but but to say that a person can't take some time out, and it will change him if a person's learning and he's and he's pushing himself to learn. I, I believe he will be a gentler, more noble-spirited husband. I think the kids will see in him a, a person who has a chivas himself that he can look up to. I, I definitely believe that in quality-wise, it'll add a lot to his. Um, to his role as a husband and a father. 
Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky, thank you very much for your time. Okay. Okay, David, very nice speaking with you again. Call to. Call to. Bye bye.